And welcome into a new episode of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen. While May is Mental Health Awareness Month, it's a time to raise awareness of those living with mental or behavioral health issues and to help reduce the stigma so many experience, especially in the agriculture industry. Jess Beauchamp, licensed clinical social worker and substance use specialist, says talking about mental health should be the norm. While there are many resources available for people to utilize, some aren't taking advantage of them. But according to Beauchamp, that's changing. Actually, it's increased quite a bit in the, probably the last year or so. I think the stigma has been reducing um, and people are becoming more aware of it. And because it's free and confidential and easy, <laughs> you don't have to leave your, your farm or your house or wherever you're at to go to services. Um, so I would say they're being utilized quite a bit, actually. People are getting more comfortable with just talking about what's going on in their life. While many can leave work and sort of shut out that stress until the next day, that isn't always the case in the agriculture industry. This makes these resources even more needed. The egg industry is a tough industry to be in. Um, it's so needed, but the people that work within it um, are working oftentimes, you know, 365 days a year, seven days a week. Um, and a lot of them, you know, live on the farm. So you don't, like some of us, when we leave work, right, we get to get in a car and go somewhere else. And it's like you mentally can take a break from it. But for a lot of farmers um, and even farm families, you live right there, so you look outside and you know, work is right there. Um, if something is needed, you're right there to take care of it. So there really isn't too much of a break, and that is very overwhelming for your brain and your body, physically, mentally. And so just having someone to talk to, you can process through stuff and then truly let it go or move on from it, where sometimes we think, you know, if we just, you know, shove it down and do something else or um, distract ourselves, we're dealing with it, but we're not. And then it kind of comes up at the most inopportune time. It could be someone looking for support for themselves or even for others. Mental health resources are there for anyone to utilize. I think more recently, I would say it's actually some of the farm owners seeking advice for like a family member or someone that works for them, which is great because they're noticing like, hey, I can do something to help this person. And um, especially with farm hands, they're hard to find and hard to keep. So if I have one and they're working out really well, but maybe there's a struggle of some sort, you know, if the farmer can help that person, there's a greater chance that they're going to stick around and, you know, just build a better relationship. There's a lot of respect that goes on then. So I would say that has been a lot more recently. And then otherwise, it's usually relationships, you know, communication, not necessarily even spouses, but between parents and kids. So those would be probably two of the bigger things. Stress also depends a lot on the time of year, what is happening around you and how busy you may be. Well, during transition time, um, when it's, you know, the farm's being transferred on to family or friend or whoever it is, definitely those are a time when communication issues seem to, you know, it's been working out great the whole time. And then now that we're going to transition, communication seems to be a problem um, or decision-making is, you know, not going as well. So that would be a period that there's an increase. I would also say that, um, you know, when things kind of slow down a little bit, like we can rush through the busier seasons and get our jobs done and kind of look past stuff that's happening. And then when there's, yeah, like you said, a lull, um, it's like, okay, the problems are coming to the surface. Now we actually have to be aware of them and actually do something about it. And Beauchamp says it's not always easy to ask for help and feel ready to talk. Reaching out is tough. It's a lot of strength to be able to reach out and say, this is what's going on in my life. So you are not alone in that. It is tough to ask for help sometimes, especially when you don't even necessarily know what you're asking for. Also, you don't have to have the solution. So when you're calling 
it could just simply be, this is what's going on. I have no idea who to call or what to do or who resources are available. That's where we can help. So if you kind of know what's going on, you can call us and say, this is what's going on. Please give me a direction to go in. And that can be really helpful. It doesn't have to be a mental illness. It doesn't have to be something that you're diagnosed with. It could just be, you know, the day-to-day stressors could be, you know, you have a farmhand that you, you can tell is struggling. Maybe they're calling in a little bit more. It seems like they might be like depressed. You know, what can I do to help them? And we can give you resources and support that maybe you didn't know were available. So you just have to make the phone call and then we can help from there. Again, that's Jess Beauchamp, licensed clinical social worker, talking during this May Mental Health Awareness Month. Well, March exports of U.S. pork were the largest since May of 2021. That according to data released by USDA and compiled by the U.S. Meat Export Federation. U.S. Meat Export Federation President and CEO Dan Hallstrom explains. The largest month since May of 2021. 260,000 tons globally exported, growth of 17%. Mexico continues to lead the way. The second largest month ever in March for Mexico, 95,000 tons, up 15%. These trends uh, have been going on really for the past year in Mexico. Dominican Republic, another market that continues to set a record with a record in March. A broad-based rebound in the Asian markets for pork in the month of March. We had the Philippines up significantly up 65% versus a year ago. Korea had an outstanding month of 19,000 tons, up 26%. And Australia as well was up big at 4,800 metric tons, up 73%. I think this Asian situation is indicative of, uh, you know, the rebound post-COVID, but uh, also the change in the EU pork situation with shorter supplies in the EU and much higher prices. So I say the outlook for the rest of the year is pretty optimistic on the pork side. While still below last year's record pace, March beef exports showed some promising signs, particularly continued strength in Mexico. Overall, I would say a much better tone compared to the first two months of the year. If you look at uh, comparisons to the month of March, Mexico continues to really excel for the beef side. Uh, 17,400 tons, up 17%. Uh, This is a trend that uh, really started in January as well. January, uh, February, and March have been pretty strong for Mexico. I might also point out that on Mexico, it is our largest beef variety meat destination, up, uh, and that was up about 13% for the quarter. For more, please visit USMEF.org. That's USMEF.org. And finally here today, Brant just finished planting corded soybeans on their research farm and they look forward to the results. Eric Winans, Brant Research Farm Manager, talks about the farm located near Pleasant Plains, Illinois. So we're looking at new progressive management practices to raise higher yielding corn and soybeans. And then we're also looking at how we can better create products that can help fix farmers' issues in the field. So we're looking at different biological products, micronutrition, and seeing how those fit into a high yield corn and soybean program. Planting was very timely for us. So we started with a planting date study where we tried to get a real early planting date in there. We started on March 30th with that. And then about a week later, that end of the first week of April, we uh, hit the ground running with the rest of our trials and got most of them in there within a couple weeks. And so we missed the rains through most of April here, and we had real timely planting. Conditions have been dry and cool for us. So now we're just kind of waiting for that crop to really get up and going. It's been slow to come out of the ground. Well, Ann Winan says that planting on a research farm is a little different, but sometimes similar to planting in a regular farm field. And that's Eric Winans of Brandt.
And that is all the time we have for this episode of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm your host, Jesse Allen, wishing you a great rest of your day.